Just two words, slow growth. I'm a big believer in slow growth. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Sean Caudry of Alchemy Lee. Sean, it's awesome to have you on the show. What's up, man? Good to be here. Very good to be here. Definitely great to have you on and definitely looking forward to, to diving in deep and learning about all the awesome things that you're doing. But before I did that, I wanted to read a little bit more about Sean so you could hear about some of those things. And Sean is a lifelong digital marketer who runs alchemyleads.com, a boutique search engine marketing agency based in Los Angeles, California. He's a big believer in the model people do business with people, not companies. Sean, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? For sure. For sure. What's up? Happy Friday. Happy yeah. Friday. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Gotcha. That's a great question. Um, you know, how I got started, I think it's it just depends where I want to pick the starting point. But uh, I've been in sales a long time, was lucky enough to uh, uh, in college, actually was lucky enough to drop out, believe it or not, and uh, jumped right into a career that now is is kind of still related to what I do. Uh, always had a love for digital marketing. Um, really, I got obsessed with search engines. Like when I got exposed to SEO, I got obsessed with algorithms, how algorithms work, um, and like very obsessed. So I was sales, but I was also hovering over the marketing people. And then my my complaint was like, hey, stick to sales. You're good at sales. And I was like, well, I could also write blogs too. I could also do this. I could also do that. Uh, and then. Uh, I guess uh, everything came crashing down uh, within the same week. And I was like, you know what? There's nowhere to go but up. Let's let's just start this. Let's see. You know, everyone was telling me like, hey, you'd be great at this. Uh, and I, I don't think I believed in myself or, you know, there are all these things like, you know, you got family, you have all these things you can't really, you don't want to risk. Um, and then everything came crashing down and made the choice pretty easy. Like, all right, let's just go for this. That was back in 2017. Um, and it's, you know, a couple years later, it's probably the best decision I ever made. Um, you know, but part of it, it, you know, wasn't necessarily all my decision. Some things just fell into place. Yeah, I, I definitely can relate to that. As somebody who has gotten laid off once and was going to get laid off again, sometimes you, yeah. you get pushed into that direction. But it's so funny that you said that about, you know, people were saying, hey, just stick to sales, because I don't know if you would feel the exact same way, but I feel like so much in marketing sales and probably in business as a whole is not as siloed as it once was you know years yeah. ago it, it's become mm -hmm. something that one affects the other they're both intertwined and they and yeah. if you have a skill in one thing it could actually help you out in, in other things oh yeah and, and if you think about like what you're who you're speaking to right if if you're in sales you also know what your customer is going through so your copywriter your content writer your marketing you know should speak to that so your marketing team your sales team should in theory be like one symbiotic you know they should be talking they should be vibing uh, you know, but some some companies have more of a traditional model from back in the day. And I, I don't know if it works. You know, the world is changing every, you know, every two years. It's more than the past 50. Um, so, yeah, I think nowadays, especially it's it's in my opinion, you know, there's the generalist specialist talk. And in my opinion, if you can be a specialist in as many things as possible, you know, you're you're kind of doing both. Right. So it's like 
you could be good at a couple of things. So I think, you know, and I love that. And I think now as well, like if you look at the landscape, I think athletes are changing that. I think, I think, you know, there are people that, you know, there are celebrities, but then they're presidents and, you know, so people can be more than one thing. That's, that's what I think, you know, and we have a bunch of talents and sometimes we just don't use them. Yeah. You know, I I would definitely echo that as well. So it's so funny. I'm going through this book called Range and it talks about how the, the world isn't necessarily owned by specialists and the meaning of like what you were talking about. You specialize, but it's only because you've tried out different things and maybe you specialize in multiple things. But a lot of times, especially in the world, in the world that we're not even sure what it might end up being, you have to be able to think, quote unquote, outside of the box to be able to solve those problems. So um, I feel like that echoes everything that you said and that you've been able to kind of do from an experience standpoint. I'm always so, looking for a good book. Uh, yeah. can, you, can you give me more breakdown on that book? Uh, yeah, who, it's, yeah, it's range. I have to look up the, the author, but he basically looked at athletes. That's what made me think about it, too, <laughs> is because he has some stories of people that were not like Tiger Woods, so to speak. Tiger Woods was really yeah. drilled in since he was five years yeah. old about this. I'm going to play golf. There's um, another, and I forgot his name, um, but he's a tennis player, and he tried out different things before he came to specializing in one thing, and that helped him in many ways. You hear it a lot with athletes. They'll take yoga. They'll do this. They'll do that because it all helps out on the field um, or on the court or whatever that might be. So ranging in different specialties actually helps you. and gives you that advantage, but you don't hear it a lot. So I, I, yeah. I love that you brought that up. It's not traditional wisdom. In fact, I think it goes against – traditional you know back in the day our parents would say you know work at one company for 50 years right now i think it's like over those 50 years you're going to work at 10 companies or or maybe you're going to do 50 things who knows you know yeah. and so i think it is about finding you know what what things you like and then what things you're good at like for instance we talked about math a little bit i hate math but i was always really good at it but i could never i could never do that you know for for a living i would go crazy yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's so important to, to kind of be able to have, I think, those different skills. And even from an evolutionary standpoint, be able to try out different things so you learn more about yourself, about what you like and don't like. And it's always harder to do that if you don't actually try that. So, um, but I love that you, you've you been able to kind of, you know, have those different experiences. And then you, you, you brought and were intrigued by search engines and you figured out how to kind of help, you know, your clients out with that. So could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing with Alchemy Leads and how exactly you work with the clients that you that you have. Yeah, for sure. So with Alchemy Leads, we've we've in the past year actually we've niched down a little bit. So we used to service everything and anything and everything and, and help in a lot of different ways. Now we found uh, most of our client book is in the CBD space, the THC space, CBG space, and then even some like laboratory greenhouse stuff. Um, so in the next, we wanted to have our website redesigned by 420 uh, and, and to, to show this, to be reflective of this, but uh, it's a couple of days after. Um, but, uh, so that's, that's where we are now where I work with the client is I'm sort of the, I guess the, the generalist, the, the strategy. So I, I speak with the client, I'm the project manager per se. Um, you know, and I sort of also direct things internally. And then we have specialists like, you know, copywriters and, um, design and, and what have you, but I'm sort of, uh, orchestrating the show. Um, and then we do have, you know, a team like, so we do have, um, different folks doing different things all the time, but the main communication is, is kind of kept up with me. Um, and you know, we're doing really well. I think we, uh, our biggest thing that we pride ourselves on, or one of the biggest things is relationships. So oftentimes we'll work with the client on one thing. And as we're getting to know each other, we're starting to realize like, Oh, you have X, Y, and Z other problems. 
Um, and we really try to, to, to get in, you know, integrate, fix every problem we can. And we'd rather have less clients than more. Um, so, so we really do value the relationship. We're not a, an agency that has a lot of these agencies, their first six hires may be salespeople, uh, you know, or a sales office. Our first six hires are all uh, fulfillment. So we're really making sure our product is, is our service is productized and, and a good service, but ultimately um, it's the relationship, it's the, the trust that's built, that they know we're always working. You know, they could go run their business for three months. We're catching up with them like, hey, we need X, Y, and Z. You know, uh, we're not like a set it and forget it company. So we don't want 50 clients. We, we could do really well just having 20 clients year round, you know, and we have a pretty good retention rate. I think because of that, a lot of, a lot of agencies look at a year retention rate, you know, and they'll give a breakdown. We can, I can honestly say we have some clients that have been with us this whole time, um, which is four or five years, which is, you know, unheard of. Uh, in a lot of ways. So we try to be relationship based, just like the people do business with people, not companies, you know. Appreciate that. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And then this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I stopped giving a fuck at a certain point. And uh, I think that's what makes us unique. So I think in this in this uh, kind of current landscape that we're in, there are so many opinions and there are so many uh, perspectives, you know, like, uh, you know, even family sometimes doesn't understand what you're doing because, you you know, you're doing things. So I think uh, being true to myself, being true to like the core beliefs. Um, so, you know, I, I tell people like, you know, all the technicalities you can learn. But if you have guiding principles that take you in a certain way, like so for us, integrity, um, trust are, are really big. Um, and then being blue collar is really big. Like, you know, not being, you know, you know not being uh, complacent, not thinking we're the best, but always thinking like, oh, we got to put work in, we got to put work in, loving practice. Um, you know, so those things are things that not only do I try to embody, but everyone on the team tries to embody. So everyone on the team has some of those principles already, whether they knew it or not, um, you know, but being with the team, you know, they, they, they we try to harness that. I wanted to switch gears and I was going to actually ask you for something I call a CEO hack. And you might have just given that to us, which can be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But it's something that makes you more effective and efficient is that ability to kind of, I guess, get rid of the noise, i.e. Facebook. Is that part of like what you would consider to be your hack? So that's a yeah. So that's a part. I think. Uh, thank you, Gresh. You're, you're setting me up. So that's <laughs> a part for sure. And I think going back to like being adaptable and, and changing. Right. I think. Uh, it's being self-reflective as well. So, so like for me, that Facebook hack was the first hack, right? But I, I have hacks every day that I try like, oh, you know, what? maybe I'll wake up two hours earlier and I'll go an hour on the gym, like all these little things. And then you respond to how your body, you know, or how you felt about it. Um, so I think it's a constant self-reflection. I also think it's uh, a big hack that I have is being open-minded, but to the right people, right? So like I say, like, I listen, I don't listen. So like, you know, I have all these people throwing advice at me, but who am I listening to? Nice. So I wanted to ask you, you might have touched on this as well, too, for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is more of a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It could be around SEO or business in general. But what's something you would either tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self? Mm, I got a uh, just two words, slow growth. I'm a big believer in slow growth. I absolutely appreciate that. And so uh, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Sean, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh, it means so many things. But uh, I think one big thing that I think it me means 
All right, simple. Being crazy, I think, is part of it. So when you're a CEO, most of the world, most of the people around you are going to say, like, oh, you have a great job. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And, and you know, there are some people who are, who are happy with the white picket fence, and then there are some people who are crazy because if something's wrong, they want to fix it, and they'll do anything to fix it. So, you know, and I've heard you're crazy so many times over the past four or five years um, that instead of being like, what? No, no, no. You're, you know, instead of being uh, defensive about it, I'm like, you're right. I am crazy. And, you know, Albert Einstein was, there's a lot of people who are crazy. Um, and so I think being a CEO means to be a CEO. If you talk to anyone who's been a CEO for 20 years, they'll say, I don't envy you. You're crazy. Um, and so I think harness that crazy, be weird, uh, you know, be authentically yourself and, and then don't quit. Don't let anyone stop you. So that's the other thing as well. You know, when you start, everyone's trying to give you an olive branch. Like, hey, that thing's not really going to work out. Why don't you come join me at XYZ company? And, and you know, but uh, it's that 10, 20 years, 30 years, you know, so don't put a time limit on it and be crazy enough to, to hit those goals. You know, I think I think there should be more weird people, uh, more crazy people. I think we should harness that. We should embrace our artists and our creatives just because they think differently you know i think a lot of times we have we get a little bit too conformist it's like hey go to school get a job like that's your life and then pay bills and die and, and so we got to get some crazy people who see some more meaning or who want to make something you know more meaningful have a purpose um so yeah be crazy be weird and then don't quit Absolutely love that and appreciate that, Sean. And, and and I love that you put the air quotes over crazy, just in case you're not watching the video, because it's so important to kind of understand that there's once a time where everything we're using and doing, talking via Zoom was it's a crazy, crazy idea. We crazy idea. Would never happen. Would never happen. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that person was laughed off or coming up into the boardroom with that idea. But it's those people that have a different way of looking at things that lean into that, um, that really change the world. And I think if you can, you know, if you haven't ever heard of the, the big different commercial with Steve Jobs, that harkens to all of those things, Martin Luther King, uh, so many people that thought about things in a different way, saw the world in a different way and decided to lean into that, which is why we experience some of the things we do today. So Sean, truly appreciate that definition and i appreciate yeah. your time as well too what i want to do is just pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on yeah so um thank you again for having me uh uh you know the readers and listeners i think uh all i would say all i would leave them with is just uh to do them, whatever they're thinking is probably the right path uh you know you said it best run your own race and you can't lose um I think just keep going, keep going. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, you can get in touch via email, Sean at Alchemy Leads. You can always call us, uh, you know, and get in touch. We love taking on CBD projects uh, and interesting projects. So now we're, we're focused more on like doing it for cool reasons, not necessarily, you know, just to keep things moving. Um, and yeah, man, it's been a pleasure being here. And, and uh, you know, maybe we can chat again. I, I love being here. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely have to have you on um, in different ways and, and co-collaborate and create. And we will have the links and information in the show notes for sure. Um, but I appreciate, you know, everything that you reminded us of and everything that you stand for about, you know, being able to kind of take care of self, but also make sure that you are staying true to self, which I think so many times we forget. And when we lean into that, we lean into who we are, our purpose, our gifts, and all of those things. Mm -hmm. The world becomes a really phenomenal place. So thank you so much for that, Sean. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the IMC. CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. 
Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.